back entertainment from the 573 it's been a while since we've done a pod here so here we are it's been a lot that's happened in the world since we've last talked it's been essentially news really we're getting we're diving into the news cycle a little bit here within the last week or so and so yeah we're going to be talking a little bit about that here you can go check us out on anchor that's sponsoring our episode as they always do on entertainment and views go check us out how apple podcast soundcloud itunes stitcher iHeartRadio, wherever you guys get your podcast subscribe follow follow us keep up with the latest action from us we just put out a new views pod talking about what's been going on with the nba finals the nfl with a couple of players testing positive here titans being investigated by the nfl week four college football all that good stuff as soon as you get done this one, go and check that one out on the Views channel. Be sure to follow and subscribe to that one as well. Well, with entertainment here, we got some things to talk about here, including a couple things that have happened recently within the last week or so, especially one thing that happened, I think, last Thursday that it was that got everybody's attention. So we'll discuss a little bit about that and what it could mean maybe going forward and of course i'm talking about the electro being in spider-man 3 news so yeah we'll talk a little bit about that one thing i want to talk about here is the movie theater industry of course they're being hit hard right now you're seeing big time movies being moved left and right if you have a big time movie scheduled chances are like likely more than not that it will that its release date will change nowadays and you're seeing that now with lots of big movies dune which was supposed to come out in december they're now moving to october of 2021 october 1st to be exact taking the date that the batman had originally after moving from sometime in june i think it was it was close to my birthday now batman's moving to march 4th 2022 yeah, the Flash is moving to November fourth, two thousand twenty-two, and so now you have all these movies switching up dates. And the movie theater is really, the movie theater industry is really hurting right now. Tenant, you know, there's hope that Tenant could be that could be the one to bring everything back to help things out a little bit, help the movie theater industry out. But I mean, it's done fine. But for what for what tenant was supposed to be, for what you wanted to be, it it's failed, and you know the movie theater industry is still in a really bad spot. It really is. There's no other way around it. It's in a tough spot right now, and with really a lot of the blockbuster movies switching dates, no time to die. It's now moving to April 2021. And even 2021's in jeopardy. I know Peter's talked about that a little bit. I don't know if it's been on the show or off the show, but he's talked a little bit about that. Like He's worried about 2021 a little bit as well. And I think he just may have been speaking from, you know, life things, you know, just things like life in general. 2021 is going to be hard too. But if he's writing the movie regards, if if that's what he was getting at, if he was getting at both, then he's right. It's going to be tough next year as well, seeing all these movies in 2021. And I had this idea, and this was for all these movies got switched up, 
with Batman being moved to 2022, Dune, all those movies getting switched up. I had this idea for a 2021 movie draft where we draft our most anticipated movies of 2021. And of course, some of those have switched. And one initial thought I had about 2021 in general is that, yeah, the movie theater industry is hurting for cash right now. And it would certainly help in having a lot of big movies in the next year would help in 2021. But a thought occurred to me is like, you have all these big time movies coming out in 2021. What is that going to do to the box office? Now, sure. It might help movie, the movie theater industry. Some, uh, in 2022 might even help more that might need a couple years of good bank for them to kind of help the spot they're in right now. But 2021, as far as some of these big time movies that are supposed to come out, it's going to hurt their box office because you got so many of them coming out. So many of them are coming out so close within each other is that you you might be worried about if a movie doesn't reach, you know, what it's projected to make is it a failure or if, like there's this movie that had really high hopes. And a lot of people were banking on it and it was going to be awesome. It's going to make a bunch of money. Now it's moving to another date, and it's around a couple movies that are also really good and people want to see, and it's not going to make as much money as the studio plan on it being. Therefore, it's not going to, you know, make a profit as far as, you know, production, paying the cast and all that stuff, marketing, all that stuff, where you're going to have problems with that. So it's just a real giant mess, is all it is, is that, even though, yeah, it's going to be fun having all these movies potentially coming out next year that are going to be awesome, great, and are blockbusters, it's going to really hurt. I think it's going to hurt them a whole lot more than... I, I don't know if I've heard anybody even mention that. If that if things do get some somewhat back to a sense of normalcy next year, I don't know what normalcy really is anymore. I don't think anybody has an idea or definition of what that is anymore then, yes, these movies will make some money, but maybe not as much as they planned on it, in which case the movie theater industry would lose some more money on that, even though they would get some money off these blockbusters. But either way, it's just it's just a whole entire mess. That's just a theory I had. It's like Nobody's talking about this. Like So many movies coming out next year could, while it could help the in- industry in big ways, it could it could hurt the movies in the long run where they're not making as much as they planned on it and they're not in in the plus uh in the plus side of things rather than they're in the negative side of things so that that's just some thoughts on the industry right now like i'm really interested to see where this kind of leads and how this turns into 2021 as we're only 2 months essentially out from 2021 already and so it's waiting see mode we're still waiting for a vaccine we're still waiting for all that stuff so well we're waiting we're waiting and seeing what's going to happen here but as far as some of the movies that have moved is like you got a lot of the superhero movies that are moved black widow's moved shang chi's moved eternals has moved i know uh Spider-Man, more Spider-Man talk later, of course, but 
Spider-Man, they're going to be starting to film here soon on the third Spider-Man uh, Marvel, student, Marvel and Sony movie. I think Lauren, the word Love and Thunder is getting underway here within for the end of the year. I think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is supposed to as well. So you got three things there for Marvel that could be shooting near the end of the year. And of course, the only thing that we're getting from Marvel this year is WandaVision, which I'm really excited about seeing and seeing how that affects things going forward and how that leads in in the multiverse of madness and see if that affects anything in a larger run, you know, especially now with the news that Kang is looking like he's coming to the MCU. And so I'm really interested to see how that affects everything. But yeah, we got three projects filming there and I'm wondering and going back to the movie theater industry. I mean, people know we love comic book movies over here. It's we, we don't try to hide it. I mean, we just had a freaking superhero draft on our last pod. So, Looking at it, you got Black Widow coming out May 7th, 2021. And then after that, you have eight Marvel Studios productions. This is coming from Variety. You have eight Marvel Studio productions or co-productions that are scheduled to play in theaters over the subsequent 14 months. So after Black Widow, you got July 9th, and this is in 2021, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. November 5th, you got Eternals. December 17th, you got Spider-Man 3. Going into 2022, on February 11th, you got Thor Love and Thunder. March 25th, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. May 6th, Black Panther 2 is originally scheduled for that date, but we don't know what's going to happen with Black Panther 2 yet. That may be moved off until a later date with Chadwick's unfortunate sudden passing. So that might be moved on to a later date. That might be where an Ant-Man, the Wa- Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man, the Wasp 3, I don't even know what you call it. I guess one of those two. That may be a spot where it takes that May 6th date. And then you got July 8th with Captain Marvel 2. You know, effectively, Black Widow and Eternals are finished. Shang-Chi, they're, it, they're I, I think they're midway in shooting. I think the variety said they're midway in shooting. I don't know what it is i haven't kept up much with what's going on there but between december 21st and 2021 and july 2022 you got five mcu films featured this is going to be and this is going to be a lot you have uh, and they're going to be let's see i'm looking at the schedule so may 7th and july 9th you got two months there so really essentially is once black widow finishes up its run here comes shang chi then you got a little bit of a break there. Then November 5th, you got Eternals. And then not uh, just a little over a month, you got Spider-Man. And, I mean, Spider-Man, of course. Everybody loves Spider-Man. Then you, and then in 2022, basically the same thing with Thor, Love and Thunder, and Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. Then a little more over a month, you, you got that May 6th date. And whether that's Guardians Volume 3 or that's Ant-Man 3, it remains to be seen, but there's something there. July 8th, about a month later, you got Captain Marvel 2. So essentially, all these movies, besides the gap between Shang-Chi and Eternals, is really a little over a month or so. A little over a month at max two months. And so you really have a lot of these properties that are going to be dominating the box office. Now, that's not to mention 
you got other big time movies that are going to be coming out in 2021 and 2022 as well. Like you got a seventh mission impossible movie. You got a fourth matrix movie. I, I think that's coming in 2021 20, or 22. And I forget what they, they tagged onto that. You got fantastic third fantastic beast movie. You got a third Jurassic world movie that's coming out in the summer of 2022. So you got all these other movies that are going to be coming out. There are also big time blockbuster movies that people are going to be paying attention to. And so, now, it's you have to wonder: Could the comic book movie industry really be the be the springboard for the movie industry, the movie theater industry, to get back on its feet and to give them really a shot in the arm to really help them going forward in the next couple of years? Because this year has really, really hurt them, and the one known commodity is comic book movies do make a lot of money and they could really help the movie theater industry really get back in a good place to where they're not worried. They're, they're looking fine. And so it's really interesting prospect to kind of think of like, here we are, you know, and we make jokes about Peter and well, Matt does about being him being a guy that is all about the Oscars, likes all these Oscar movies it would be sort of ironic from Matt Matt's point point of view to have you know all these movies that are being made and essentially what's the movies that are being in theater or going in theaters right now are kind of low level budget movies, independent films, and all this stuff. But it would be on brand for Matt, and he he I might ask him this, and he might agree that of course it would be the comic book movie industry, not any of these Oscar movies that would get the movie theater industry back up and running in a good place. And I feel like a lot of the Peters of the world or maybe who are more so liking the Oscar films and Peter might feel um, might like, yeah, I mean, we love our Oscar films, but man, it would be, it would be tough for them is all I'm saying. And count all these Marvel products, Marvel Studios productions. That's not even counting the shows. Like they got a bunch of shows coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah, Nick Fury show that's rumored to be in development now, which is gonna be great. And seeing Samuel Jackson on Disney Plus. But you got all those productions still going on in twenty twenty one. And you know, you got Falcon Winter Soldier, that's probably likely coming out then. Hawkeye I I think Hawkeye is supposed to get underway shooting here pretty soon as well but you got all those films and that's not to count all the sony pictures movies all the warner brothers movies that are out here so variety also said you know looking at that adding the sony pictures films you know essentially part of the characters uh from the spider-man universe that they're doing films on like a morbius and venom and add the dc films production dc films from warner you look at all those films, there's 12 superhero movies are set to open over 16 months from March of next year to July of 2022. So the, add, add all those in there. So March 19th next year, Morbius, March 7th, Black Widow, June 25th, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Still such a bad title. Such a bad subtitle. July 9th, Shang-Chi, August 6th, The Suicide Squad. I'm really excited about that. 
Then, then going to 2022, you already, you guys already know what's coming in 21. You got Eternals and Spidey. Then you got Thor Love and Thunder. Then March 4th, you got the Batman. And I really hate seeing that move. The October date was such a good date for that as well. March 25th, then you got Doctor Strange. And then all those other films that were mentioned earlier with, you know, if who's going to take that Black Panther 2 day? Then you got Captain Marvel. So now you, like, it, it really might be a case where the comic book movie industry does in fact help save the 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 movie theater industry. It really might. You, look at all these films that are coming out. It's such a known commodity. It, it's pretty much a guarantee that you're going to make a whole lot of money on these movies. Like, looking at some of the titles off the Sony, DC, and Marvel you know, it's like, Morbius might be one that might not make a whole lot of money. Eternals, I mean, people don't know what exactly that is, but, I mean, it's a Guardian's effect, maybe. Venom, maybe. Shang-Chi, maybe. But a lot of those are known, com a lot of these are known commodities. And, you know, made by, by studios that have a track record. Especially Marvel, who has a track record of making really good films that make a whole lot of money. And... Having all these come out within the same vicinity, yeah, that that's I think it's gonna hurt them. I I really think it is. You know, going back off to that first thing we talked about, I think it'll hurt them. But I do think this will this will help because you got all these different comic book movies coming out. There's really something for everybody. You like vampires? Go check out Morris. You like weird cosmic stuff? Go check out Eternals. Hey, you just like regular neighborhood kid Spider Man? You got that as well. You like multiverse stuff? Hey, here's Doctor Strange. So, really, you got a whole bunch of different stuff there for every comic book fan and really anybody that's really interested in these types of movies. So, I don't know. It's it's an interesting point that you, to think about if they do give the shot in the arm to the movie theaters that they really need right now. Of course, I mean, I think AMC is still open. I think I've read Regal. They're closing down their theaters. So, having all these movies, they're known commodities, they're known quantities, they can really help out with that. Even though they're really close in release dates, they're going to help. They will definitely help. It, 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 it might get them back on their feet. So, I guess let's talk about a couple other things. Speaking of Marvel... Uh, we had Miss Marvel. She got cast. Uh, she Hulk. She got casted. So I'm really excited about those shows going forward. And uh, with Miss Marvel, of course, you know she's a prominent figure in the Avengers game, which I bought here within about a week or two ago. The campaign is short. That's probably my only complaint about the game. The campaign, it is really really short. Like, yeah, I, I would imagine it was longer. But so far, I like the world expanding stuff. I really like that they're adding onto the game with all these DLCs. Like, of course, the PlayStation owners are going to get a chance to get Spider-Man, which is going to be different from, you know, the Spider-Man game from a couple years ago. You're going to get Hawkeye. There may be some room for more, but... That's my favorite part of it is the world expanding that it keeps the story going forward. 
But my only complaint is really the campaign. But either way, she's a really prominent figure in that game. And it's, it's fun playing as her. Like, it's different. Our powers are really different, weird, and strange. I just, my thing with the show is how are you going to portray those powers on the show? But then again, that's why uh, they're going to have a pretty much essentially pretty good movie budget on some of these shows, essentially. Like, I mean, they're doing a WandaVision, and we all know that's going to get crazy and weird and bonkers and all that stuff. So, I'm I'm excited. Uh, of course, those shows are still a little bit ways from coming to us, so we'll see. But let's talk about Electro. This, I think, threw everybody off. This threw, This was a surprise for everybody. And my takeaway from this is all bets are off. Anything can happen. I mean, we're getting freaking Michael Keaton's Batman in the Flash movie. We're getting Ben Affleck's Batman in the Flash movie. And now we're getting Electro from the, from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie in the Sony-verse in Spider-Man 3 and Tom Holland's trilogy. So now pretty much all bets are off. And Jamie Foxx, he's pretty much said this is going to... I think it's pretty much going to be the same character, although a little bit different. He said he's not going to be blue, so that's already plus. So... As long as that's going for him, I'm interested to see what they're bringing. But he, but I know some people don't really like the Electro character from that movie, and I I, I kind of didn't either. I mean, it, but like I I like the fact that Marvel's given him another chance with this character that he's going to be back in here, and I mean we don't know how he's going to be back. We don't know if you know. At the end of Spidey, Amazing Spider-Man 2, he got blasted back to the multiverse or whether it's an effect of WandaVision with Wanda, you know, losing her mind. And that's how the multiverse of madness happens. And that leads to Doctor Strange. And then you have Spider-Man dealing with the ramifications of all this on top of, you know, dealing it with if they still want to go back to that with him killing Mysterio and all that stuff. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see if this is gonna uh, what they do, how they bring him back, and how he's gonna be brought back. How, how's it gonna look? I'm, I'm so, again, I'm so glad they're they're not going with the blue look. That was just awful. Uh, but I'm really interested to see what this does. And of course, this is gonna bring up the, uh, the point like, well, yeah, we we now could potentially get a live action into the Spider Verse. Bring Toby back. Bring Andrew back let's get a team up film going on here and you know it's it's possible i mean again going back to the batman news like you got those two coming back you got electro coming back all bets are off at this point like if you want to say doc gock from the original spider-man trilogy is coming back there might be a chance that it could happen <laughs> in which case that could be interesting to see, but Doc Ock was already a really good character in that movie. But Electro wasn't, so now he has a chance to kind of get a second chance to rectify that character and rectify the, the decisions that Tony went with there in that movie and kind of change it up and make, make the character better in this iteration of it. So, I don't know. Does this set up the Sinister Six? I mean, because looking at it now, because you got 
Scorpion, who's a who's a cameo in the first and far from in the Homecoming. You have Vulture, you have Mysterio, you have Shocker. Now you have Electro coming back. Who's the six? Who's the six and one? Who's going to bring everyone together? Or is it going to be the Tinker from Homecoming? If he's going to play a role, or you're going to bring somebody else? Do you maybe do what I just suggested? Bring Doc Ock back in. But you know, I don't think I think that Doc Ock would be a little bit. Doc Ock was a little bit different at the end of the film of Spider-Man Two, where there wasn't really any animosity. They worked through their problems together. You know. There wasn't anything there at the end. So I don't see the need why he would need to form the Sinister Six against this Spider-Man. So probably not, but maybe they do want to form the Sinister Six. Maybe you add somebody else, you bring somebody else in, you know. Do they do another version of Doc Ock? I don't know, but the Electro News has got everybody buzzing, wondering what in the world's going on. What's up next? Nothing is off the table. Nothing is off limits anymore. Who knows what the crap is going on? It's 2020. Let's get weird. So, yeah, I'm ex- really excited about <laughs> what they're planning for with uh, some of these moves. And again, it doesn't deny. It doesn't rule out the fact that we could get a live action Spider Verse movie. I mean, I'm down for it. I've seen some fan art of like posters of. That, of what it, that would look like. It looks great. <laughs> it looks great. I want to see that film. That film would be freaking awesome. But uh, yeah, this Electro News just really opens can of worms, really, as to really anything can happen. Anyone can appear in these movies nowadays. And I like that Spider-Man, uh, that Marvel and DC, they're really kind of, you know, embracing the multiverse type of idea in a way. Marvel, they really haven't gotten to the idea of it, but... DC essentially has with saying their films take place in different universes. Some of them have. So I'm down for it. I'm interested to see what iteration of Jamie Foxx's Electro we get here in this next one. All right. That was a short one. That's going to do it for us here. Everybody. Hopefully you guys enjoyed again. Go check out the views episode that just dropped here within last couple hours or so at the time of me dropping this one. So, Hopefully you guys enjoy. Hopefully you guys are as uh, hopeful for the movie theater industry as I am going forward and that maybe comic book movies can kind of help and that, you know, it'll be in a good place. You know, by the time everything gets back to normal and uh, excited for, you know, all this stuff with Spider-Man 3 and Electro coming back. So, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. That'll do it for us here. Uh, Hopefully the next pod that we'll have here on the channel will be a Star Wars draft. Still got to talk to Peter and Matt, see if that's an idea they're still down for. That might be coming a little bit later on in the month. So that'll, that'll probably be a little bit down the road. So we'll see where that goes. But until then, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Take care, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time.